So tonight we're going to, um, we've been very hand-focused for two weeks. We're going to get to know our feet a little better. Start from the other end, from hands to toes tonight. And continue to explore a little bit symmetry and asymmetry and habits and doing the non-habitual. So feel how you're resting on the floor. Feel the contact of your back. Feel how your left shoulder lies and your right shoulder. Can you hold them both in your mind at once and compare? Feel them both? Or do you skip back and forth and feel one and the other? What about your pelvis, how it lies, your hip on the left, your hip on the right? How do those lie on the floor? What's their weight, their contact? Can you feel those four things together, two shoulders, two hips, in the same image, in the same take? Or do you skip around, do you feel one then the other and jump from one to the other? How much can you take in as a whole? What's the difference between feeling that detail and feeling the whole? Expand that out and feel the length of your left leg. Feel your left leg resting on the floor, the thigh, the shin, the lower leg. The shin doesn't rest on the floor, that was a misstatement. Your left leg and your right leg, feel your right leg. And both together, can you feel both at the same time? And by the way, when I say that, I say, can you feel them both at the same time? I'm actually saying, it's not just like a polite way of telling you to feel them both at the same time. I'm genuinely asking you, what's the quality of your attention and awareness? And check in with that and feel, yes, I see them both in my mind's eye at the same time. I feel them both in my kinesthetic sense at the same time. Or no, I don't. My, it skips back and forth. I feel a bit here, but then I lose the part there. I feel this here, and when I feel that, I lose that. It's an open question. What's it like? Do you Are you able to hold it in as a whole? Or does it come in bits and pieces? Do things fade in, fade out? And what about if you pay attention to both your arms? Your left arm, bring your left arm into focus. Feel your left arm. And then bring your right arm into focus. Feel your right arm. And both at once. And with your legs. And with your shoulders and your hips. And your spine. And your head. Do you feel that as a whole or do you feel parts? Do you lose pieces while you get other pieces? What's that like? Okay, roll to your side and come up to sitting. And you'll get to take your socks off tonight. And we're not going to put our toes in our mouths like the baby in the video. We're not going that far, I promise, already. So you don't have to go wash your feet or anything. Sit with your feet in front of you, soles of your feet more or less together. And hook, that, uh, hook your right big toe with your right index finger and lean on your left hand behind you. 
And just a few times, lift your leg holding by the big toe and put it down. Lift it and put it down, see what that's like. We just looked at the skeleton doing that, right? You feel how your greater trochanters turn down. Feel how, unlike Mr. Skeleton, you can help yourself by maybe your pelvis rocks a bit, your back rounds backwards. And try it with your other foot. Lift your left leg by the big toe. Hook your big toe, lift it. And see what that's like. How heavy, how light is your leg? What direction do you lift in? And then go back to your right leg again. And now put your thumb in between your right big toe and the rest of your fingers and wrap your fingers around your four smaller toes. So... You're really holding on to your four smaller toes and your thumb is in between your big toe and your second toe. So you're holding on from the top of your foot, holding on to your four smaller toes. Lean back on your left hand behind you and lift your leg like this. Lift it up. Lift it up and lengthen it a little bit away from you. So rather than lifting it towards your stomach, you're lifting it and a little bit, if anything, taking it away from yourself rather than towards yourself. What direction it goes. Take it here, take it there, move your leg around. Where do you go? How's your hip? Can you lift it and turn your foot, the sole of your foot towards yourself to look at it? what the skeleton we had on Facebook today was doing. Some lovely etching of a skeleton from 18th century probably, looking at the sole of its foot. And lift your foot away, so you're facing your sole of your foot away. Try it here, try it there. switch and try that with your left foot. So hold on to your left little toes, your left thumb between your big toe and your second toe. And you lift your foot so you can look towards the sole of your foot. So you can lift your foot away from yourself. Try this direction, try that direction. See what that's like. And hold on to both of your feet. So hold on to your little toes of your right foot and your left foot, your thumb between the big toe and the next toe on both sides. Can you lift both your feet at the same time? That's another one of those can questions. The answer might be no, and no is a perfectly good answer. No, I can't could be a very honest answer. And the best answer is always an honest answer. It's better to answer honestly than to hurt yourself to try to do something else. Can you lift your feet? No, maybe not. Yes, maybe. Good. Okay, leave that lie in your backs and take a rest.
And now bend your knees and uh, bring your right leg over your chest and hold on to the small toes of your right foot again with your right hand, your thumb from over the top, your thumb between, yeah, and you can use your left hand to help you get your foot there. So with your right hand, take with your right hand and your knees on the outside of your elbow, knee on the outside of your elbow, and just lift this foot, lift it towards the ceiling, bring it to look towards the bottom of the foot, take it here, take it there. Where can you take your leg easily? Where does your hip joint? Let your leg go, what happens in your back? Just explore. Now you all look just like that baby in that video. I mean, your legs are longer. Some things do change. Proportions of the skeleton do get different. And put your right foot down and try that with your left foot. Hold on to the small toes from around the top. Thumb between the big toe and the next. Take your foot here, take it there. Your knee on the outside, yeah, take it here, take it there. What's it like on this side? Is it different? Bring both your legs up over your chest. Take hold of both of your feet, your finger between your big toe. Lift them both, bring them down. And would it be possible you lift them and you bring them down and swing them so that it would bring you up to sitting? Possible? Maybe, maybe not. Straight up through the middle, is it going to happen? A little bit of momentum. And then when you go back down, you roll back down or do you fall back down? You'll be grateful if you brought a soft blanket or a mat tonight. Okay, leave that rest. And then come up to sit again. And begin now to uh, take your right foot, bring your right foot in front or have the soles of your feet together, and begin to, um, begin to introduce your fingers in between the toes of your right foot. So the fingers of your right hand from the top one at a time. So start one finger in between the big toe and the second toe. One finger in between second toe and the third toe. And each finger as you put it in, start with one, do it a bit at a time, even if you can do it all. Put one in and then try the next and how easy or how difficult is it. So one at a time. Put one finger in and then add the second finger. And maybe you can only get two or three fingers in between the toes before you start to uh, 
run out of room. So you can take them all out and then start again from the first finger. How far are you just putting your fingertips in between? You can just put your fingertips in or you can put your fingers farther in. And be nice to yourself. Don't uh, do anything that feels like a tear or a pull to that delicate skin between your toes. Start from the other side. So start from between the big, the little toe and the toe next to it. So try starting from the other side. You can try just the fingertips if it feels tight, or you can go deeper in your fingers if there's lots of room. Just to feel how easily they come together. And do it with your knee outside, so that's going to help us with things we have coming up later. You can do it with your knee outside. And now start from the big toe side. So start and introduce one finger, and then the next, and the next. Get as many fingers in there as you can, easily and comfortably. Don't push anything. Lean on your left hand behind you. And holding onto your foot like this, can you lift your toes? Can you lift your foot with your fingers and your toes interlaced? Lift your foot and put it down. Lift it and look towards the sole of your foot. Turn the sole of your foot towards your face. Hopefully... And as you look at the sole of your foot, how nicely fanned are your fingers between your toes? Is it like a nice fan or is it kind of higgledy piggledy? <laughs> Great. Okay, leave that and spend some time with your left foot, with your left hand. And you just start at the space between your left big toe and the next toe. You put a finger between and then maybe it's just your fingertip maybe it's the second knuckle and then start to introduce the next finger between in the gap between the next two toes you just do you just try one and then you try the next you go as far as you go before it's too much you stop pull your hand out start again start from it's always good to start again always good instead of keeping on going when something's difficult Always good to start again. And start from the bottom, maybe. Start with your little finger between the little toe and the next toe. And then move up between your toes. Seeing what where it goes, how easily it slides in, how easily it slides out. you've got fingers maybe in all those spaces maybe in three out of the four of them whatever you can get to easily whatever is reasonably comfortable then you can lean on your right hand behind you now and lift your foot to look towards the sole of your foot to look at how nicely your fingertips are emerging between your toes your little toe pads your little finger pads shoulder doesn't need to work too hard your elbow doesn't need to work too hard your jaw doesn't need to work too hard <laughs> you don't use your tongue to lift your foot either it can relax You know, this is kind of regressive, so you might find yourself like when you're five years old and you were cutting with scissors, you were probably 
doing stuff with your mouth at the same time, right? You know, kids, it's, it's not differentiated, right? And fingers and lips all very close in the brain, not differentiated yet. So doing something that's primitive, who knows, maybe you're doing something with your mouth you don't need to do. Great. Okay, leave that, lie on your back, take a rest. What's changing in your contact with the floor, how your legs lie, how your hips feel? And then come up to sit again. Sit with your left leg bent in front of you and your right leg bent back. Left leg in front, right leg bent back. And you can lean on your left hand if you want to or not if you don't. But what you're going to do is now paying attention to your right foot. Take your right hand to your right foot. And take hold of your right little toe. Take hold of your right little toe and see how much, how well, you can bend that little toe towards the sole of your foot. Sort of lengthen and bend it towards the sole of your foot. This is another piece of the video clip of one of the video clips. is uh, the grasping reflex in the feet of the infant. You press an infant's foot here, and it's like they've got a little fist. They'll just wrap around your finger. So can you do that, or do your toes just bend a little bit back, or... What joints bend? Bend your toe towards the sole of your foot. How does the tip of your toe, where does it touch, does it touch? And do all the joints of the toe fold back towards the sole of your foot, even that joint that's hidden in your foot itself. Can you find that joint? Here we are, Mr. Skeleton. It's not just these little toes, these little ones at the tip that bend back, but look at this one here. Does that one bend back? Do you do this with your toes, or do you do this with your toes? Can you find, do you even find that joint? Some people, that joint, by adulthood, it will hardly even move in this direction. Pretty well everyone, it will move in this direction, because you push off, right? But does it move... In that direction. Find it. And the next toe, go on to the next toe. Try that with your fourth toe. Just sort of gently lengthen your fourth toe and bend it towards the sole of your foot. And you can feel the little joints between the phalanges. I don't even know if I say that right in English. I think of it in Spanish, palanquitas, because <laughs> I learned Feldenkrais in Mexico. The palanquitas is very sweet. Palanquitas. And then that joint of the metatarsal. In the foot, does that one fold back too? Does it curl? Does that take part in curling your toe back? And then your middle toe, your third toe. How well does that fold back? Does your toe touch the sole of your foot? And your fourth toe. And 
And the visible toe, the part that's outlined by your skin, that all folds back, but does that joint deeper inside the foot, does that also fold back? And your big toe. Fold your big toe back, lengthen, fold it back towards the sole of your foot. All your toes together now, fold all of your toes, curl them backwards. Imagine back in evolutionary history where all of these bones could curl around a tree branch as you went swinging by. They weren't yet this flat lever for pushing us off in walking. And then come back to the little toe and very gently, very kind to yourself, start to... Uh, Lift your little toe away from your other toe. So it's like if your foot's kind of lying on its side, then you'll be lifting that little toe towards the ceiling. Depend The angle, of course, depends on how you've got your foot resting. But you're lifting your little toe away from the other toes. And don't just lift the tip of the little toe. That lifts pretty easily. But find that larger joint. And can you lift it away there? So you're not going to kind of tear at the skin between your toes, you're not going to bend your toes sideways, but if you get right in to that larger joint, can you separate there? We were just looking at Mr. Skeleton. He was pretty well fused. A little piece of metal joining. You don't have a little piece of metal there. You've got some you've got some tendony things, ligamenty things, some muscles. Can you separate the joint there at the, not pull the toe away so much as separate the joints of the head of the metatarsal. And then the next toe, so the two toes, can you lift the two smallest toes away from the other toes? Separate them out, not just pulling at the toes, but separating at that joint. Head of the metatarsal and the base of the phalange. Okay. And the joint is the head and the base of them together? Yes. Right. So you want to get that whole joint and take it sideways. sideways. And then three toes all together. So go to the space between the third toe and the second toe. and Lift that apart. You don't just lift the little toe. Don't just lift the toe by itself, but get at that larger joint, separating out and spreading the foot. And then between the second toe and the big toe, Leave that and switch sides. And you can have the same exploration on your left foot. So bend your left leg back. Fold your right leg in front. Take hold of the little toe and begin to gently take it backwards. Fold it. Like you're going to curl your little toe around to... Make a fist, begin a fist. Find all the joints that your toe has at its disposal. And you feel this just in your foot. Just do it quietly, do it softly, and listen up your leg, in your knee, in your hip joint. Quietly, softly. 
Lengthen your toe, fold it under. Your next toe, your fourth toe. Lengthen it, fold it under. Softly and listening, listening. Does this say something to my knee? Does this say something to my hip? And your middle toe. And are all the joints of your middle toe willing to fold this way? Does that big one curl like this? Has it forgotten how to do that? Just talk to it, just gently. Just introducing a little movement is what's really going to be interesting for your nervous system. Not pushing, not straining. Anything in your ankle, your knee, your hip, your breathing, your spine. And then your second toe next to the big toe, fold that backwards, curl that. Find all of the joints. Let them all contribute to the curling. Lengthening, curling. And your big toe as well. Fold your big toe backwards, lengthen. All your toes together, curl all your toes backwards from that joint. Feel that in your ankle, in your knee, in your hip. Fold them forwards, fold them backwards. Come again to separate your toes apart. So start with the little toe, separate the little toe from the rest of your toes to lift it towards the ceiling. And not just the toe, use your hand to lift your toes. Not just the toe, but can you open up that space between the bones, the metatarsals of the foot? Can you get the metatarsal phalangeal joint and lift there? Here people get especially between, I think, the first and second toes, the second and third toes. It's the second and third toes. You can get a little nerve irritation there. Over the years, wearing shoes and how you walk, what you do with your feet, the space there can close so much that the nerve that passes there gets irritated with every step that you take. So here we're opening up a little breathing space for those nerves, a little flexibility for how you use your feet. Settle. Take the little toe and the next toe, the fourth toe, together and lift them, those two toes together, lift them towards the ceiling. So you're opening up space now between your fourth toe and your third toe. Just subtle, subtle. And then take your third toe as well and lift those three toes.
lifting from that bigger joint to the base of your at the base of your toes and the ball of your foot. And your next toe together with opening up the space between your second toe and your big toe. Just lifting, letting it down. Okay. Great. Leave that. Come onto your back. Take a rest. Bend your knees and stand your feet and bring your right leg over your chest and you can help with your left hand if you need to to get your right foot to into the so get yourself in a position so you can start to interlace the fingers of your right hand in your right toes with your knee on the outside knee on the outside yeah and interlace the first finger and then the second finger just one at a time can help holding your foot with your left hand if you need to help with your left hand your fingers going a little easier now hold your foot by your toes your fingers interlace take it here take it there Turn the sole of your foot towards your face and lift your head to look at the sole of your foot. So get easier to hold your foot when you've got your head lifted. Just curious, like that little baby. Oh, I didn't know I had feet. Today at the age of four weeks, I discover I have feet. And leave that with your right foot and try with your left foot. Interlace your left fingers into the toes of your left foot. You can lift your head as you interlace and see if lifting your head makes it somehow more flexible in your hip or somehow easier to maneuver your legs so you can interlace those fingers and look at the sole of your foot. Great. Leave that. Stretch out. Rest. And now come up to sit again. Sit with the soles of your feet together. And now begin to, you can use your hands to help, to interlace, introduce your toes between your toes. So the toes of one foot between the toes of the other foot. Start with the big toe. Big toe in between. Use your hands to help. Uh, 
It took me years of doing Feldenkrais before I laughed at impossible instructions. <laughs> you know, I used to get mad at myself for frustrated why I can't do this. And then there was a real turning point, a revelation, where I laughed instead. <laughs> it's a great, great turning point in your maturity as a learner. <laughs> to laugh at impossible demands. You try one toe to put it in, take it out. Don't don't put so do all those Feldenkrais things. So you put it in, push it out. You dwell for a while on what's easy. So just put one big toe in between the other two toes, take it out, put it back in. Go. This is pretty great. Look at me. I can put one toe in between. That's great. Yeah. Try that. Feel it. Make it. Oh, and then compare. Oh, you're already ahead of me. Compare. We were talking about habitual interlacing of our fingers last week. Did you spontaneously put the same big toe on top that you would put your fingers on top if you interlace your hands? I did not. You did not? Who did? Yeah, you did? You did? You did? You did? No, you didn't? You did? Okay. So that's two-thirds of people spontaneously did the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now... Try the other one and go, does it feel funny? Does it feel funny to put the other toe in between? Why didn't you put the other toe in between? Let's try that. Yeah. <laughs> it feels funny. So here, this is a funny thing about habits, right? Like it's plausible that we have a habit of how we interlace our hands because we've done that a thousand times in our life. Now, what kind of habit would it be? How we interlace our toes? It's not like you've ever... I mean, if you've done it before, it's not since you were... 18 months old or something. I don't know when you would have last done it. So go to the one that feels the most insertable, whichever order the two feels most insertable. And just start, you know, the big toes next to one another, the second toes. You could start from the bottom. Let's see some of you starting from the bottom. Let's start with those little toes. Maybe they're easier. How many toes do you get together? And when you've got at least a few hooked together, maybe you don't have them all. So eventually you're supposed to just do the toes by themselves without help. Yeah, without even help, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you did, but you don't have to put them in your mouth yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know, just if you can. I'm doing a hand craft here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm touching them. I can't even tell which. Which is which? Can you feel them? Huh? Once you've crossed them over left to right, literally your brain gets confused about, is that my right toe on my left now, or my left toe on my right, or is that my right toe? Because after all, it's on my right, so it should be my right toe. But wait a minute, it's my left toe. Yeah. You've got them somewhat interlaced together. Lean back on your hands behind you and see if you can lift your interlaced toes in the air. No problem. I'm sure you can do it. Yeah. Doesn't that feel neat? Oh, it feels neat. And then line your back. Just leave your toes and uninterlace them. Line your back. And bring up both your legs over your chest. Bring the soles of your feet together. And can you start to interlace your toes like this? You can lift your head to reach them more easily. It's amazing lifting. Oh, okay, we've got some people going for the hands-free technique now. You can use your hands. Absolutely, you can use your hands. Oh, wait. Hmm. 
<laughs> well, I'm going to suggest you swing your legs and come up to sitting like this, but you might want to start from sitting, interlace your feet, and then go down. Oh, but that was apparently easy. <laughs> was that easier than not having your toes interlaced? Uh, it was way easier than the last <laughs> time I tried. Oh, it's easier with your... Oh, crazy. What a crazy... Oh, yeah. Oh, because you're not holding your toes. That's what makes it easier. Okay, well, if that's what makes it easier, then. Okay, now interlace your toes. Again, sitting. Now you're up and sitting. Just gently introduce your toes, one between the other. As many interlaced as you can. Maybe you get all five. Maybe you get four. Without hurting yourself. And then you got that kind of together. Now interlace your hands. And some of you already saw, because you checked out, you've got your hands interlaced the same way as your toes or differently. Okay, do it so that you've got your hands interlaced the same way as your toes. So change either your hands or your toes. Take your pick. And now can you take... Hold around the outside edge of your feet with your interlaced hands so you slip them under your toes so you're holding your feet in your hands. And can you lean a little backwards, lift your legs, lift your feet from the floor. Now like this, I'll give you the idea and then you make the approximation. So the idea is to roll back onto your back and come back up. Now maybe you're actually going to be holding your feet with your hands or maybe your hands are going to be kind of almost touching your feet or maybe your hands are going to be Separate it a little bit. Just do it so you can roll down and then come back up. Oh, no problem. With your hands interlaced, your hands are interlaced the same way your feet are interlaced. You roll down, you come up. So you're doing a very symmetrical movement now. It's rolling back and coming back up. Straight through the midline, as symmetrical a movement as we could do in the human body. But your hands and your feet are asymmetrical but they're asymmetrical in the same way. You've got the same thumb on top. That's easy to say in Spanish because it's the thumb of the foot and the thumb of the hand. You have the same thumb on top. Roll down and roll up a few times. And if you can't do it while actually holding your feet, you can do it just rolling down and rolling up with your toes interlaced and your hands interlaced and just kind of approximately reaching towards one another, but not necessarily touching. And then the next time you're up, change the interlacing of your hands. Leave your feet the same way. Maybe reconnect your toes if they've been coming apart a little bit. Reconnect your toes. And change the interlacing of your hands so now that your toes and your hands are interlaced in opposite ways. Your left big toe on top, your right thumb on top, or vice versa. And now the same thing, hold your feet in your interlaced hands and roll down and roll up. You've given your brain a little scramble. You've a little bit interrupted some of its habitual associations, habitual patterns. And you could do all the hard work and exercise in the world, but until you do some crazy subtle movement with one tiny habitual connection broken, you don't really change as fundamentally as you do. Scrambling your brain does a lot more than stretching your muscles or adjusting your bones. That's our idea here. Our challenge now is going to build fMRI machines that you can roll in. And then we can study the neurological effects of Feldenkrais live while it's happening.
Okay, and leave that. And lie out on your back. And feel how you're resting. The length of your back. Get a general sense of your muscle tone. Feel how light each leg feels, how ready to be lifted, how ready to be used. And come back to this funny kind of scan we did at the beginning where I asked, how much can you hold together at once? Can you feel both your shoulders, both your hips? Can you keep those together in your mind? Both your legs, both your arms, each one, and together. Each leg, each arm, your spine, all together. A picture of the whole. And when you're ready, roll to your side, come up to sit, come up to stand. Walk around, feel what's new. Maybe your feet feel new. Maybe something else feels new. Maybe your hips feel new. Your shoulders, your neck. What feels new? <laughs>